Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, folks. Morning, Dan and Danette. Morning. Here we are. Another day, another Dan Patrick show. If you'd like to watch Peacock. Peacock. I like the way you say Peacock. If you want to listen later, download the podcast. Download. <laughs> download. But right now, three hours live of the best sports talk Yay! on the air. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. I love Dan Patrick. Oh, my God. Home to the biggest guests and best sports talk on radio. I love it. One of my favorites. Mm. Normally, home to Dan Patrick. Hope you'll miss us. But today, Dan and the Danettes are off. Don't see another radio show behind my back, please. And filling in, it's an up-on-game DP takeover. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. And the man cave it is. And it is hour three. We are driving, pushing, steamrolling, quarter mailing it, killing it all the way. To the finish line. To the finish line, y'all. That's Plexico Burris, TJ Hushmanzada. We are filling in. We are the up on game crew for, for Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Uh, TJ, we heard Plexico speak on, on the fact that Ben Roethlisberger should finish out in in Pittsburgh. Um, what say you to to that? Should Ben finish out? Should they finish him out there, uh, or should it be you know weigh out the options on both sides, Ben and and the Steelers? For me, if I'm the Steelers, it's simple. His salary is forty million. If he can't cut that in half, he he has to go. I'm not paying Ben Roethlisberger $40 million to be my quarterback. There's no way. And so if we can work it out and I can pay him $20 million, 
um, which I think might be uh, overpaying him, but it is, I guess it's a parting gift. Um, yeah, he can come back, but it's going to have to be at a reduced salary. Juju, um, he, he's good as gone. They have Chase Claypool. Uh, the other receipt, they got James. They have James Washington. And what's the little guy? Deontay, what's his last Deontay Johnson, that's his last name? Washington. No, nah, no, nah, James Washington. I believe it's Deontay, a uh, little quick receiver, Deontay Johnson. I'm not sure. Um, they don't need Juju. And so Juju's good is gone, and I believe he knows that. Since A.B. Uh, left the Steelers, Juju hasn't had that same type of season that he had with A.B. And so I, I believe they're kind of down on Juju. But there's no way I bring Ben Roethlisberger back if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers at that salary. Wow. I think there's – so starting with Ben, from my perspective, I think that that is one of the more complex situations to be in um, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers because of the value and the worth that he has and the equity that's that's built up with what he's been able to create and do as as a Pittsburgh man, after, Steelers. Hey, after that playoff game, man, a lot of equity went down the drain, I'm telling you. Well, the the – the value of him as the current starter, I would I would agree with you that that equity went down, but the equity of his career will will always remain. And and so looking at it from I guess the angle of if he is willing to take a haircut on what the contract is going to be, and I don't know what that magic number is, so I won't throw hey, out you know a what, number. You know what kind of haircut he need, Var? Like when you cut them dreads, that's the type of haircut he need. Man, <laughs> all the way why, off. Why are so many people in the control room laughing? I don't. I don't. Why are y'all laughing? I, why are people laughing? I don't find that to be funny. I, I, I'm, I'm not laughing either. Thank you. But, thank you. But, but, hey, but TJ, but going back to the Ben situation, man. Yeah, we've seen this whole situation play out before. G- granted, I don't think that the Pittsburgh Steelers should pay Ben Roethlisberger $40 million if he wants to return, if he goes to take a pay cut. But we've seen this before in Andrew Luck where the the Indianapolis Colts basically gave him a parting gift to retire. Because they were hoping he could still come back and play because he was still young enough. That's probably what I, I, that's I, what I, I don't, think. I don't, I don't care what it is. You just don't give no guy, I don't know what it was, $24 million or so that, that they owed him, and they're not going back to collect it. But then you look at a situation that Calvin Johnson was in, and they wanted his money back. So teams are going to take care of the quarterback. I do believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to say, hey, uh, you, you deserve this opportunity to come back and play for us. Next season, he'll take a pay cut. He'll be on the center. But just like you said, as far as the whole Juju situation, uh, you know, he had those couple of two seasons where he caught over 100 balls with, with Antonio Brown. His production has uh, dramatically just, you know, uh, decreased. So he'll be gone. But for Ben, I think he'll be on the center this year. I just didn't see leadership out of the receiving core. Um definitively and if and if there was a leader at the position I would assume it's Juju and I think that that's the most value that he holds and and the reason why I actually think Juju will be back is because he provides a leadership that that doesn't seem to be as pronounced as it needs to be as for Ben and I'll get back to Ben's haircut if he takes that serious haircut, I think he does. I, I, 
I really believe you give him the opportunity to come back and begin the year. And the reason I say that is basing it off of them taking a chance on bringing in Dwayne Haskins. I look at Dwayne Haskins, I feel as though the best thing that could ever happen to Dwayne Haskins is to get a wake-up call so early in his career since he was not focused enough early on in his career. Uh, another bonus for him is he's going to a, a already established, stabilized environment um, at the professional ranks. Now, I, I do know that Washington has been changing the culture, so it's not a shot at Washington, but but to go to a traditionally established uh, franchise and have that, that stable environment I think will go a long way for Dwayne Haskins. So I'm looking at this from the standpoint of you're getting a first-round draft pick at nothing as as your quarterback of possibly the future, and you're buying that time for him or to see if he is truly the guy, and that justifies you being able to bring back Ben Roethlisberger at that affordable number that – has to hit for them to bring him back. I think that's justifiable to the fan base. I think it's justifiable to the front office decision makers um, if that's the course that you choose to take. So I actually believe that both Juju and Ben Roethlisberger, barring anything crazy, I think they're both back in Pittsburgh unless Juju wants more money than what – what Pittsburgh is willing to pay him. <laughs> we just talked about that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Juju has to chase the money. He was a second round pick. He he has to go to the highest bidder and it will not be but, the Steelers when you have So you think Deontay there's a Johnson higher Do you think there's a higher bidder out there for Juju? I don't know that Juju took his no, his, no, his value. I don't know that he took his value up that high. No, no. Juju's He's not value, a number one receiver. No, he isn't. But 2 years ago, his value was high. His value He's lost some appreciation, and when you have Chase Claypool he's not the guy. and you, the receivers that they, Tampa wouldn't want him. He wouldn't play at Tampa. Why not? Why not? Be a when slot. you have Mike Mike Evans Mike and Chris Evans, Godwin, he, Chris Godwin, you don't know maybe. that you're going to have Chris Godwin. Man, you're, you're Chris going, Godwin ain't going. Would you nowhere. rather? Would you rather have Chris Godwin or Juju? If you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, well, I'm partial, so I don't. Listen, I mean, of if course I, if you're I, partial. If I'm if I'm being honest and I'm I'm not being partial today, today, whether whether he's my alum or not, today, Chris Godwin is the better receiver. I mean, I don't think that that's today, even debatable. No, no Tomorrow as well. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying to, today. I'm, I'm I don't things can change, but today I'm not. If I take away my my Penn State eyes and Ju- look at Juju, it purely Juju, from a pro eye, Juju's a good, good. Juju's a good football player. He has things he needs to work on as a receiver and, and understanding how to create separation. Plex knows he plays with he played in Pittsburgh. The Steelers do as good of a job as any team of any team developing receivers. But what they but this is what they do well, Plex, and you know this. They get you open. They scheme you open. You just have to be a football player and make the play. I mean, you watch Pittsburgh's tape. You can't be pressed. They're gonna stack you. They're gonna bring you emotion. They're gonna get you open by the design of the play. You just have to be a football player and make the play. And Juju's a hell of a football player, but he needs to get better as a receiver. They're, they're, they're putting them in the situations to basically to, to go out and, and get open, putting them at the number 
putting him at the number three receiver and, you know, creating mismatches for for him playing against linebackers, but he's still not winning those battles, those one-on-one battles. And he struggles against bumping and running uh, man-to-man. And uh, uh, Kevin Cobra, who was the general manager, he has drafted a wide receiver for the last 20 years. It doesn't matter if it's first round through six. They are going to find a, a, a young talent and bring him into Pittsburgh, polish him up, and see what they get. But as far as Juju, I just believe that his run in Pittsburgh is over. Now, getting back to the whole Ben Roethlisberger situation with Dwayne Haskins, with the Pittsburgh still assigned Dwayne Haskins, it tells me that Dwayne Haskins, the best thing for him is to learn under Ben the, you know, the offense and the tutelage for him for one season. I do not believe, and I'm, a, and, and I'm a big fan of Dwayne Haskins, I don't believe that he's ready to step on the center and be the starting quarterback Man, in Dwayne Pittsburgh. Dwayne Haskins needs to learn they didn't how to sign be a professional. Him. Yeah, yeah they, that's they the biggest thing. Yeah, he needs they to didn't learn how sign to be a professional. Him. They didn't sign him to come in and be the opening day starter. Correct. I don't think that's why he signed him. I don't either. They signed him because we're going to bring back Ben for his last year of his deal. He can learn under Ben and understand what it's like to be a, a franchise quarterback and a winning organization, and then he'll have his opportunity to step in, but it won't be this year. No, and this is the thing, though. I'm not paying Ben Roethlisberger $40 million to be a mentor because what he showed the last half of the season – is his quarterback play is not warranting that type of salary. Now, if he takes a hair, what would I like for Dwayne Haskins to learn from Ben? Of course, learn how to be a pro because um, Ben has some missteps early in his career, so that that's a good guy to learn from. Mm-hmm. But if he's not willing to cut them dreads and take that haircut, and I'm not just saying, oh, we, we just going to trim your salary a little bit. I mean a lot. I, I can't pay you that type of salary to be a mentor Dwayne Haskins can play the game of football from a physical standpoint. He needs to understand how to prepare as a professional mentally, how to handle himself the right way off the field as well. And so right, those right. are things that he's going to learn. And he could learn that from Tomlin, how to be a pro. But the quarterback no position, he's going to need a mentor. And I'm sure the Pittsburgh Steelers would like that to be Ben. It's just for me. It can't be at that cost and that salary cap number. I think uh, he certainly has to take, and he's already made that very abundantly clear that he's willing to take that that pay cut to be able to stay there. I wonder what the value proposition of that is, of where his threshold is to return back to to the team. I I would also offer this: sometimes sometimes mentorship is an overstated, overblown aspect and component of of what what we anticipate or what we expect some some vets enjoy it some vets don't want to be bothered by it Dwayne Haskins has to be in the right mindset to learn from Ben Roethlisberger if that's the scenario whether Ben Roethlisberger wants to be his mentor or not. He has to be able to sit in those meeting rooms and understand if he didn't, if he missed that opportunity with Alex Smith, then he needs to be sitting in that meeting room. Like, I would be Ben Roethlisberger's shadow 
whether he liked it or not. I'd be his shadow. I'd be watching what what he gets at the the lunch line. I'd be asking, "Is do you think that that's good? Like he's late in his career. Is that good to eat or is that not good to eat?" I'd be watching how long he's in the film room. Is it good that he's in this long or is it not good that that he's in this long? I would be bouncing every single thing that I watch him do off of either my offensive coordinator or my head coach to build the rapport and to build the trust that I truly am trying to do something that I may have have missed on doing in in my my initial entrance into this league, which is be a better professional. With that being said, go go ahead, go ahead real quick, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to give you an example of, you know, of how important mentorship, you know, uh, was to me. I was drafted eighth pick in 2000, and I, I I came into Pittsburgh. And when I walked through the door, they just basically gave me the playbook. And I'm like, here, you're the starting wide receiver. And I had a couple guys who, who were veteran. Hines was in his third year, I believe. But outside of that, there was nobody for me to learn from. Hmm. And granted, I only played two years of college. So, you know, when, when I'm getting into training camp and mini camp and – you know, in the season, I struggled as a rookie because I didn't know or uh, understand how to get open as a receiver because when I was in college, I was I was so much better than everybody. I was just, you know, about three or four yards, you know, in front of guys. Mm-hmm. But then I had the, the great opportunity to, you know, we signed Courtney Hawkins and then we brought, brought in Terrence Mathis. And, and those guys were, you know, monumental for what they meant for me in my career. And when I came in as a rookie, I didn't know how to study. Mm. Like those guys sat me down and taught me, you know, how to study the playbook and how to break down film and, and, and how to get out your route and, 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 and tight coverage and different things like that. So mentorship for me was huge because, and I had two guys who were willing, and we all played the same position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were in their 12th or 13th and 14th years or whatever it may have been, and they knew that I was going to be the starter, and these guys still pulled me to the side and still taught me how to be a professional wide receiver. Mm. And so when you speak about mentorship, without that, I don't know how my first you know few years would have, would have been. I think my first year I had like two or 300 yards, and then my next year I, I learned to Courtney Hawkins and, and Terrence Mathis, and I'm a 1,000-yard receiver. That's so a beautiful we're thing. Talking about mentor, we're talking about mentorship. That's what we're talking about. It's it's wonder it's wonderful when you give credit to those who deserve it. And speaking of giving credit, any credit card can offer you cash back. But only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Think about that, Terrence Mathis and uh Courtney Hawkins. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash, Plex. So you already know there's cash inside before you even open it. But in this case, it's stuff with your first year cash back match. And you don't even have to send a thank you note back. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more about it at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. On the other side of this break, we are going to shift gears. We have Eric Pincus coming up, lead Lakers writer for Bleacher Report at Eric Pincus on Twitter. But we're also going to bring up something about 
LeBron James and AD being out with with that that injured uh, Achilles tendon, does this play a role in possibly LeBron James being considered the greatest ever? We'll debate and talk and get into that topic on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Dan Patrick Show with the Up On Gang crew. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burst. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. 
Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? I'm going to make you dance. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You're listening to the Dan Patrick Show. Little Jaheen. Yeah. Hey, they here and they're vibing out today, though. He that man. He crushing it. Joel up well, in there bringing that, that, uh, that sagging I, off. I, you know what he going to say? What are you going to say? From, I'm from the D. He from the D. <laughs> I'm from Belleville. Oh, jeez. That's the B. Speaking oh of B's and D's, the Dan Patrick Show is with the Up On Game crew filling in. LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris. And now on the horn, on our phone line, uh, we're bringing in the lead Lakers writer for Bleacher, Eric Pincus. Uh, you can get him at Eric Pincus on Twitter. Appreciate you coming in and joining us on the show, sir. How's everything going? Uh, not too bad. I'm in L.A. just trying to, you know, make the best of what we've got and uh, happy to talk to you, gentlemen. Indeed. So Appreciate you, Eric. I wanted to put this one out there for discussion. I mean, we can talk about the Draymond Green stuff and, and all this other other stuff going on, but I want to bring this up right out the gate and, and we can revisit this um, when we get off with you or whatever. Uh, AD being out, I, I'm, I'm just interested. He goes out and we're having, you know, obviously some people think it may be too early to start having conversations about the MVPs of, of the league. But now we're having the conversation as usual. It ensues. And LeBron James is in the conversation once again. It has turned into a discussion point that, there's a possibility to look at if LeBron James can carry this team during this course of time without AD and foreseeably if if that, that Achilles tendon doesn't give way and, and he's healthy enough to, to keep contributing, um, can LeBron James, if he pulls through this Lakers team, prove that once and for all he's the greatest even greater than Michael Jordan? <laughs> well, I, had you asked me this a year ago, uh, he was in the neighborhood, but closer to five to 10, you know, we could argue four uh, of all time. I'd probably have you know, Michael, Kobe, Magic, Kareem, and maybe you know, we'd have to talk. You know, we could oh. debate who else. It, oh. it is before he won his last title. Uh, but now, because individual accolades are great, we all know how great LeBron is. Uh, but you got to win. That's ultimately the goal of the sport. And if you ask guys, you know, back in the day when Kobe was around, that's what he would say. You know, it's about winning, right? Like it, it, he could have a great year and say it'd be a wasted year of his life if he didn't win a title. And Kobe was a little extreme. Uh, but LeBron is, you know, now he's he's right there. I mean, he's one win away from being tied with with Kobe and, and right next to, to, to Michael, I, I mean, we could talk about Bill Russell and the golden age of basketball and all that, but I mean, realistically, 
in the modern era uh, and what LeBron's doing is, is unbelievable. And, and he's, he's getting better with age. Uh, I hope, I hope he can stay healthy and play as long as he'd like. What he's doing right now is some of the best basketball he's ever played. And I think his, his wisdom as a player has grown his, um, you know, his athleticism isn't what it was when he was 25, but the game isn't all about athleticism. I mean, there's a ton of athletes who come and go, but what LeBron has in his mind is his understanding of the game is so elite. Uh, he wins that six, you get up to six and it's like, I, if he can get that far, I, I don't given Jordan played for however long he played LeBron's playing for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. He wins the same amount of rings. I think you start to say, yeah, maybe LeBron is legitimately the best of all time. And, and I don't think we're there yet, but we're at least in that discussion. Wow. Eric, in order in order to get there, in my opinion, he, he's going to need uh, some reinforcements. Now, the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't playing Andre Drummond. If he's bought out, will the Lakers be in trying to get him? Because I truly believe they, they miss Dwight Howard. They miss that toughness, mm-hmm. that strength down low that rim protector, they they don't have that this year. Will, will they be in the market to try to sign Andre Drummond if he's bought out? Well, you know, first of all, I'd like to, you, you're, you're not wrong. And at the same time, their defense is among the best in the league. So they're just a little different. Um, they've got Montres Harrell, who obviously isn't the shot blocker and doesn't have the size of a Dwight Howard. Right. Uh, and he's, he, but he's tremendously better offensively. He does a lot more on the court. And yeah, Marcus Saul to me is more or less doing what JaVale did, uh, filling in for the most part, the first, however, you know, however many minutes a game he plays first quarter, third quarter. And sometimes he finishes games. Most times he doesn't. Uh, and you see how much older he is. He's not the guy he used to be, but he still takes up a lot of space. Uh, and again, he's made them a better offensive team. So, you know, the Lakers are still really good defensively, but we, we all see it that there's, a difference in their rim protection and Andre Drummond, you know, if he, if he's available, of course the Lakers are going to look at him because come on, the guy's uh, an elite shot. Well, he's an elite rebounder. He's a good shot blocker. He's a, he's good with steals. He's never been in a winning situation, but I mean, that that's not necessarily on him. He's been in bad organizations or teams that were just at bad places at, at the time. Uh, so, you know, when I look at the landscape of the league and I say, let's say the Drummond can't get traded, he gets bought out. And if I'm Andre Drummond, I'm looking at the Nets probably because there's such a vacancy there. Uh, if they're willing to put DeAndre Jordan on the bench and start Andre Drummond and he has a chance to play massive minutes on a contender in the East, that might be more appealing to him because of that need. Uh, but if, if, if you're thinking of LeBron and LeBron gets in Andre Drummond's ear, you know, LeBron's got a lot of sway. <laughs> He's got a lot of power in this league. I mean, so it, I it, will help, it will help his legacy. I just look at the Nets and say they wouldn't put DeAndre Jordan on the bench for Jared Allen. Ooh. Why would they do it for Andre Drummond? Well, I mean, I, you know, the, the, the DeAndre, I love DeAndre. I've known DeAndre since he was a rookie, um, came in through the Clippers, so I had him in L.A., uh, and he's close with Kevin Durant. So there's obviously, there's always a little bit of politics involved. Uh, but I mean, the Nets defense, come on. I mean, it's that team can, they'll, they'll win, but they'll win by scoring like 140 points. Uh, but if you get into games in the playoffs that, you know, it's just not working. 
offensively and you got to grind it out and win like a 90 to 89 game. I, I don't think the Nets are suited for that. I think Andre Drummond would help that a lot. Uh, but, you know, the, I don't know what Andre's going to do. The first question is, what are the Cavs going to do? Or is he on the Cavs now? I don't know. Is he, is he, yeah, he's on so the much Cavs. Yep. <laughs> right. But, um, like, what what did they – his his contract is near 28, 29 million. It's, it's, it's not an easy thing to move. And so if you can't move it and if they're willing to buy him out, then it becomes what does Andre want. And I don't know the answer to that, but, I mean, playing for the Lakers, that's not a bad way to go. I got one more quick question. You you talked about their defense being good uh, for the Lakers, and I, I I look at them. I just think that that length and you, we we keep bringing up Dwight Howard, but we haven't mentioned Javale McGee. You're talking about super uber ridiculously athletic big men. I actually thought Javale McGee was a bigger piece to the puzzle than than Dwight Howard was during the course of the season last year. You lose both of them. So if you bring in a 6'11 guy, that's still not quite seven foot. But nonetheless, if you bring in a guy of the athleticism of Drummond into the Lakers um, organization, one, don't you don't you feel the need of what you you may be lacking with AD um, seemingly questionable the rest of the way? I, I mean, I, I had an Achilles rupture. Believe you me, when you start feeling it, and it starts bothering you, it generally is what it is. And I don't want to speak that evil on him, but let's just say that they're going to have to be very cautious and careful of that that ailing uh, injury to AD. So if you are able to bring in a 6'11 guy that, that gives you more presence below, um, you would have to assume that does make them uh, more of a viable team uh, with the current you know, the current roster that they have, correct? I mean, sure. I mean, if you added Drummond, you're adding, in a, like we said, rebounding, uh, good size. It takes away the pressure for Anthony Davis to play center, which is something that he will do in the playoffs and he'll do to close out games. But you don't want a steady diet of that. And Marcus all is older. I, I don't necessarily trust his, his age and body, just, you know, the nature of, of life, unfortunately. As we all know, you know, you get a little bit older, it's a little harder to, you see what the, he doesn't have the foot speed, he doesn't have the lift. Uh, yeah, I love what Montrez does out there, but he's maybe 6'8", but I think he's closer to 6'6", six, six without shoes. Uh, you know, Dwight wasn't, Dwight's only 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, I mean, he's, he's not even 6'10", let's be honest. But he plays and has always played much bigger than his, his size. You know, JaVale didn't even play in the playoffs for the most part last year. So regular season, he ate up a lot of valuable minutes. And, and I think, he, he, like to your point, he keeps a guy like JaVale keeps the team healthy because you're not over relying, over taxing other guys. And mm -hmm. when the playoffs came, it was hard to play him. And so I don't think they're going to miss necessarily all that. I think what Montrez gives them is super valuable. But then there are some matchups that are tough for Montrez because he is small. So right. you can put Andre Drummond on, on a big guy like a seven-footer, you're in a better position. I'm not going to assume that, that Andre Drummond comes, but would the Lakers be better? Of course. I mean, they're already among the best teams, if not the best team in the league, and you add a really good big guy who can play a role and doesn't have to impact the game by scoring alone, that would be great for them. Mm -hmm. hey, hey, first of all, I don't think Andre Drummond is going to end up in L.A. Secondly, I believe that Anthony's Anthony Davis's injury is a lot more significant than what they're telling us. This is the same Achilles that he hurt in the bubble 
in the finals, and this was only three months ago, so he really didn't get any rest. I don't know what his treatment was. And so now, you know, uh, he heard it two weeks ago, and now it's the calf. So something, something there is telling me that his, his injury is a little more extensive than they're leading us on to be. Um, do you th- – see, I don't think that the Lakers make the Western Conference Finals if there's no Anthony Davis. Do you think the Lakers can win a championship – without Anthony Davis? Well, that's the point of my first question, so I'm interested in the answer. <laughs> that's a tough one. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough road for them because, I mean, let's be honest, LeBron by himself is always and has always been uh, a finals contender uh, on bad teams, good teams. Uh, one year with the Lakers he missed uh, because he, he he's the one who got hurt. As long as LeBron is healthy – they have a chance, but let's be realistic. It's, it's a huge loss because Anthony Davis drives their offense. He's a, he, he's a tremendous defender. And, and given that we talked about, they don't have the same shot blocking. They rely on the AD for that. And if he's gone, the defense is going to be softer. So yeah, they're, they're, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle against Denver. They're going to struggle against the Clippers who are both good matchups in general, uh, even, even with AD. Yeah. Uh, well, Dallas is struggling. I, you know, I need to see that they can close out games. They've been really struggling. Utah has been really, really good. I, I love the Lakers matchup in the playoffs with AD against Utah, but you take out AD and it's a whole different story. So uh, I, I wouldn't put the Lakers in as a favorite. I'd have to really evaluate as we get closer to the playoffs, who's playing well, who's healthy. If he's not around, uh, you know, they, the, the, the main thing, you, know, you look at what happened with Kevin Durant with KD when he got hurt and they were saying, Oh no, no, it's not the Achilles on the Achilles. It's the calf. Right. But he's holding basically the Achilles area and they say, no, he's not going to get worse. He could play. So then he goes and plays and then tears his, his Achilles in the finals. So he, the Lakers are aware of this. They're, they're not going to push him. They can totally chill, let him sit out till April. If they need to be, you know, later if they have to, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring him back before April. Make sure he's good. You, you know what I mean? Like, what's what's the rush? They don't. If, if they fall to three or four, so what? I, you get AD healthy in the playoffs with LeBron and this team. You're probably you're, you're at least a, 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 a potential favorite. So it doesn't matter. Home court doesn't matter. We don't even know if there's going to be fans in the game. So uh, yeah, they need to rest him. There's no rush. Hopefully, you know, like I said, I wouldn't wish any evil. I hope everybody's healthy. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing that, you know, I don't root for teams, but I root for health. I want to see the best teams play and the best players in the world play uh, to the best of their ability. And, and if people are going to, you know, thrive or fail or whatever, let's see it out. Mm. With all that just being said, I know you write for the Lakers, but you still didn't answer the question. <laughs> Do you think they win the championship without Anthony Davis? No, no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put them as a favorite. I wouldn't. Not. I mean, at this point, no. I mean, when we get to the playoffs, who else is healthy and all that? But you know, looking at it on paper right now, no, they wouldn't be the favorite without AD. I'd say they'd have a shot because LeBron gives you a shot every time, and it's a good team. But AD is what makes them. He puts them over the top. With LeBron, you're elite, and you're a contender. But if you want to be a champion, I mean, AD is. Look what he did in. The, in he hit those huge shots. He 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 was an animal. He was a beast. He did everything that they needed to do, and it's great to see because not everyone who gets there their first time, they don't always deliver. Sometimes the, the big lights of the, of the moment, right? And you're just overcome by it. And AD stepped into that, and he had some failures along the way because that's that's what life is. 
but ultimately, when they needed it most, he delivered. So, yeah, they, they would be at a, an extreme disadvantage going into the playoffs without Anthony Davis. So that's why it's like, who cares about regular season? If he needs to sit six weeks, eight weeks, who cares? Sit him. Mm. Eric Pincus, lead Lakers writer for Bleacher Report. We sure do appreciate you coming on the show, my friend. We certainly look forward to bringing you back. Anything you promoting? Anything you got going on? Big I will stores? Just check out my Twitter feed uh, at Eric Pincus, E-R-I-C-P-I-N-C-U-S. And I've been doing some YouTube streams and videos to kind of explain the salary cap and the rules of the NBA and draft picks and all this kind of crazy stuff leading to the deadline. So if you're nice. really into – uh, understanding how the business of basketball works. I, I'm, I'm your guy. Check our guy, Eric Pincus out again, lead Lakers writer for bleacher report on Twitter at Eric Pincus. That's P I N C U S. We appreciate you coming on. Good brother. All right. Intense. All right. Thanks, okay. Bro. All right. So, so you asked, you asked a question and you wanted an answer. You guys tell me TJ Plex, it, if, if the Lakers are able to win the championship this year and LeBron is the catalyst of that, of course, where does the conversation go in terms of him being the greatest ever? Man, if number one, I just, there's for me, Plex, there's no possible way the Lakers win without AD is it's not possible with, you won't even make it out the West. <laughs> it's not, it's That's not possible, but if they're able to win a championship, they're going to need AD to be healthy. But if LeBron can get them a top three seed without AD, and then AD can come out, come back for that playoff run, and they win it, his standing in the NBA history books will completely change. I mean, guys like us, man, it, it seemed like Michael Jordan never missed a shot. <laughs> it seemed like when it was a shot that needed to be made, Michael Jordan right, was right. gonna make the shot, but for LeBron to be playing at the level that he's playing at, at his age, is unheard of. It, it, it's unheard of. He's still effective. He's just as good as he was five, six, seven years ago, if not better. And, and so, if, if he can keep him in contention, and then AD can come back, and they make a run at this, you, man, his 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 standing in the history of the game will for sure change. All right. Well, um, come on. What you got? You know, um, I'm a little biased because, you know, I'm from the Jordan era. So, uh, you know, I, I used to be a kid, you know, playing basketball on the court on Sundays. And when Michael Jordan came on television, the basketball court cleared. You was going in the house to watch Michael Jordan because you didn't know if you was going to see anything like that ever again. Not in Detroit. And, <laughs> and <laughs> there he go, straight out of Belleville. Uh-huh. But but what, what but with that being said, man, um, you know, going off of what TJ said, um, you know, I'm always gonna be a Jordan guy. You know, that's just you know the era that I came up in. But to watch LeBron, you know, go about you know his business and what he's been able to do and what he's doing currently, it is nothing less than than, than, than remarkable. And you're saying that if, if they can get, if he can get them into a top three seed, and AD comes back and he wins it, you know, he'll, he'll be the goat. But I'm gonna take it a step further. If LeBron wins a championship this year with no Anthony Davis, he will go down as you know, legendary. You know, now 
I, I believe that we can make the argument of saying that LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. If he take if if he takes that current team to win a world championship, you cannot do anything else but just give him his just due and say, you know what? This guy's the greatest basketball player to ever live. Hmm. You're listening to the Dan Patrick Show with the Up On Game crew filling in. If you like what you just heard, subscribe to the Up On Game podcast. Catch us live on Fox Sports Radio Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, we be throwing down, and, and we have thrown down and have enjoyed doing this show on the other side of this break. We're going to wrap this pretty thing up. We're going to put a bow on it. And then we're going to put it in the mail. We're going to send it to every last one of y'all's addresses. You know why? Because we crushed this show and y'all need to listen to it again. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to finish this thing up. You're listening to the Dan Patrick Show, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... 
actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's gonna catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Oh, wow. Yes! <laughs> oh, wow. Yes! Oh, no, to Michigan. We don't like... I don't, I don't, that's, I don't, that's I don't so like dis- it at that's all. That's so disrespectful. I don't, I don't, I didn't, that, I, hey, that, that was so a good one. That was a good one. TJ, come on. Stop. That was a good one. It'd almost be as good <laughs> as them it. playing uh, Oregon State's fight song. Oh, wait. Do they have a fight song? No. Better record than uh, y'all when here, I played. Here, here we go. go. Stop it. Stop here, it. The nonsense. we go. Let y'all know. Unbelievable. Have y'all ever played a team out of the Big Ten? Um, I don't know. They're not fast enough. Did, you don't know. Did you, you ever play that. against a team in the Big Ten, TJ? I, I did, no. Did, did Oregon State, do you recall them playing against the team in the Big Ten? When I was there, no. I just know when I was there, we were number three in the country. We lost one game. Oh. That, that's what I and, do know. And well, what, what, I mean, where did y'all, y'all end up to? playing? Like what? We lost to Washington. Oh, um, the Huskies. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we lost to Washington. But that that was so year. y'all lost to Washington. But th- yeah. you think that your team was good enough to beat one of ours in '99? Do, do, do I think I know? No, no. you are know. insanely no. out of your mind, bro. You know y'all have been good with your it's predictions. Too it's, it's too early for him, man. You have it's been good with your predictions, but I just think that that's crazy. You do know you guys play Purdue next year. You know it is a Big Ten matchup with the the. Uh, the little twelve. You know? Hey, they gonna they gonna beat Purdue even though Whit, uh, Jason Whitlock, boy David Moore, he probably gonna get off. They but got we gonna, they got we a gonna team. win that. David Moore at receiver, he can play. I will say that the Big Ten well, is better than the Pac twelve, bro. Oh, I will. We're agree better with you. teams. They 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 are now. Yes, they are now. But we would have we no. would have beat the hell out of Oregon State if we Please. played y'all when you were there. Man, y'all who's, in, even... who's, in, who's in the Pac twelve? Fresno or Utah? No. I don't even know who's in the Pac twelve. Wow, that's disrespectful. TJ, <laughs> you would have been you would have been on the sideline upset. You would have been on sideline upset. I'm just telling you. No. We would have been playing dodgeball with y'all linemen, man. Like we'd have been throwing your linemen at the quarterback, all kinds. Of, like it just wouldn't have been, bro. You you would have had to have gotten missile screens, like straight quick screens. You wouldn't have had no time to throw the ball, bro. They would have had no time to do that up top throw, throwing Playoffs. type stuff. That like hey, it, it, it wouldn't it happen. Sound, it sounds good. It sounds yeah, good. The show it must go good. on. Stop beating a dead horse. Uh, like okay, let's think about it. Like like or oh, a dead beaver. My bad. A dead beaver. I mean that ninety nine year. <laughs> who was on? I mean, I remember the guys on Michigan State, especially on defense with Julian Peterson and what was it, Su- Suri Canoe and all of them. Killed Robert Robert. We would have killed Michigan. No State. way, bro. We we led we the league in rushing. We would have destroyed. They had T.J. Duckett in the backfield. I seen that happen firsthand. I, I, I mean, that was 
That was the oh, only. Oh, that was uh, hey, oh, <sighs> oh, for that game, Laval was a healthy scratch. He I was a play. healthy scratch. He, he didn't want no part of TJ. Dunkin. He didn't want no part of the, the, the locomotive. He was a healthy scratch. Don't do that. Don't, he didn't want, he didn't hey, want no part of the, TJ. The, Dunkin, the true story huh? behind okay. that is I ran into we a room. I ran into a locomotive the week before in, in the A train, and and literally my shoulder was was jacked up. I couldn't lift my arm. Oh, so. that's a little train. That, that was a, a little train. Yeah, that was a little right. train. T.J. Duckett was a train. That is for certain. No, I, but the no, point the A train is, was a little train. It was, yeah, it was a little caboose. Right, but but Duckett TJ was the was big a locomotive. Yeah, right. I got okay. I got okay. you. I got you. I mean, he four wouldn't have broke a hundred yards if I was playing in that game. But you know that, that four we'll never know. Later. And we play. still almost won the game. And we still came back on y'all and still almost won the game. Because that's what oh. happens in Big Ten football. Pac-12 don't know nothing almost. about that. Almost. Any, any, Anyways, if you like this show, make sure you subscribe to the Up On Game podcast. Catch us live on Fox Sports Radio. That's right here uh, on Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. We truly appreciate Dan Patrick and and the rest of Fox Sports Radio uh, decision makers. Shots out to my man Scott Shapiro and Don John Don Martin uh, bringing us on to to the show. Uh, Joel, it's been real hanging out with you. It's been pretty funny. Your your music selections are amazing. That's super dope. Gavin, you always keep wow. us up, keep us tight. Super dope there. TJ, go go. Go do something and think about this Oregon State thing. I don't know about all that. Plex, I heard you and go whatever about TJ. Your brain is not funny. You're listening go, go to Fox some. Sports Radio. <laughs> Enjoy your days, everybody. Peace. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.